Welcome to our solar electric trailer journey. In today's episode, we're going to share some things which we learned on our big, long 1,000 mile trip. Yeah, it, we're so excited about this trip. We had such a good time and we learned so much. We're, we're excited to share some of our uh, lessons with you. You know, on this trip, we took our uh, A-Liner Scout that we have loaded with solar Tower. panels and drove it a thousand miles towing it with our Chevy Bolt EV. You know, something that people said we couldn't do. We did it, but we, did. we, we learned a few things along yeah. the way. Yeah. Lesson number one is don't drive too much on one in one day. Yeah, you know, I, this would be a little bit different for each person on a personality basis, but there are some practical considerations too. Um, with our car, this current situation with the battery and the weight of our trailer, we can go about 125, 130 miles between charges. Obviously, when you charge on the road, it's tough to get to 100%, so the second distance can't quite be as far. So about 220 miles is a really practical limit for a day if we want to charge longer we can stretch that to 250 that's kind of dangerous but yeah. that's conceivable for a one charge day and a one charge day is pretty comfortable even though it's long but we did 300 miles one day and that required two charges in both cases we had to disconnect the trailer it was an unfortunate day in that regard we also were driving on backcountry roads, yep. which we love, but you know we were averaging 40 miles per hour, not yeah. 60 miles yeah. per hour, and so that turned into a very long day. And and so we we left the campground uh, in North Carolina at 10 and got into the South Carolina campground uh, about. 8 p.m., yeah. which is really too late. That's not courteous, yeah. not appropriate. So we yeah. felt a little bad about that, but clearly a, an important lesson learned. Yep. Lesson number two, charge the solar panels on the RV before you leave for your trip. Yeah, th this is an important lesson. You know, we're, we're really trying to, to use as much solar power as possible in the trailer, trying to see when and under what circumstances we can get away with relying entirely on our solar. And, and we did that uh, on this trip quite a bit. We, we were gone seven nights, and on five nights, we didn't have to plug the trailer in. But we, we did plug in the to shore power on two nights. But clearly, one of the keys to success is to start with a full battery. So, you know, we need to leave the trailer out in the sun for a day or two, make sure that we're with, with all the appliances yeah. disconnected so that we can just start on that first day with a full, full battery. Lesson number three, EV charging in a campground is really wonderful, except for it's prohibited. Yeah, and we're going to work on this. Uh, we're yeah. going to make this uh, a little bit of a crusade because we think that uh, with all the EVs coming, RV parks need to abandon their silly prohibitions. And, and there, there aren't, uh, it's not the rule, but we did yeah. for the first time in our uh, experience encounter an RV park, the KOA in Savannah told us that the national KOA office bans EV charging. I think that, I'm not sure that's true. I'm going to... Well, we're going to do we're some follow-up and see if we can yeah. find out, and we'll update you on that. But we're going to we're going to lobby uh, organizations that ban and prevent the, us from charging in their RV parks to allow that, because with uh, Rivians and 
Ford Lightnings and Chevy Silverados and all the other tow vehicles that are out there, it's absurd for RV parks to be discouraging that when they already charge extra for, uh, oftentimes, for uh, a 50 kilowatt, or excuse me, a 50 amp connection. But, you know, in all the other campgrounds, so we, we stayed in four different campgrounds and three of the four, we had no problem charging. It's so nice to wake up in the morning with a full battery ready oh, to go yeah. for the day. Yeah, you just pull in that night and plug in the car and it's fantastic the next day. Yeah. Lesson number four, make sure when you're planning your trip to choose campground sites that have no shade. Yeah, that, that was another important lesson we learned on this trip. And, and it was... Uh, difficult in a way because they, uh, we loved the spot where we got the oh, worst yeah. sun, right? It was it? beautiful. It was a beautiful secluded spot. Oh. It was nice. But but we learned, you know, we need to look for sites. And oftentimes a campground uh, will let you pick your site. Yeah. When they don't let you pick, sometimes uh, you can give them comments and feedback online or just do it over the phone where you can reserve a spot and make sure that it's got uh, good sun, uh, which is really important for us. We're, we're really trying to live as much as we can off the solar for the trailer. Lesson number five, please put a security latch on your fridge. We had quite the experience with ours. Yeah, we, uh, we, we joked about the raccoons <laughs> after the trip, but uh, a couple of times we opened the, the RV after uh, a day of driving and it looked like raccoons <laughs> had gotten yeah. into the trailer and made a mess. What had happened is the, the food in the fridge had essentially bumped the door, popped it open. And so uh, obviously this is a RV newbie kind of mistake. Yeah. And so we have, um, we've acquired these, they're basically baby latches to keep the, you know, kids out of the fridge. But we understand RVers use those too. If you use something else, let us know what you're yeah. using. But we're, that's what we're going to try uh, to make sure that the raccoons don't yeah. get back into yeah. the no, RV. No more raccoons, for sure. Lesson number six, charging with a small trailer is pretty easy. And it was pretty easy for us. Yeah, we were thrilled. Uh, more than half the time on the trip, I'd say roughly 55% yeah. of the time, we were able to pull up to an EV charger and charge the Chevy Bolt without disconnecting the trailer. And that really makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Of course, there were times, uh, a large minority of the time, when we had to disconnect. And that really, I, I admit, that's a pain in the neck. It adds more time. Yeah, too. it adds it's about 10 minutes to uh, a charging yeah. stop that's otherwise unproductive. So we really, we really love those stops. Yeah. We're able to pull right up to a charger and, and charge without disconnecting the trailer. Lesson number seven, these backrest pillows allow us to use the bed as a recliner. And it's very, very comfortable. We quite enjoy doing that. Yeah, it, what that does in our A-liner, which is a very small camper, and some of you can relate, if you've got any variety of, of small uh, trailer where there, uh, you may have to convert a table to a mm -hmm. bed for sleeping or for meals, we don't eat in our RV a lot. Instead, we use it for work on the laptops and we use it for sleeping and relaxing. These pillows allow us to use the beds, which are flat, as comfortable seats, which is great for using the laptops and getting work yeah. done or for relaxing uh, before bed so that we don't have to 
constantly convert the bed into the table and back and forth. Saves a lot of time. We really makes for the, a more relaxing trip. Lesson number eight. In a small trailer like ours, it really has to be organized. Yeah, and of course, if you're an RVer who's been at this for a while, you know, you know, uh, you know this, and we're learning, right? We're, we're still new RVers, and so we're we're learning how to get more and more organized. We're buying, you know, the, the bins that fit perfectly into uh, our cupboards so that we can cram the cupboards as full as possible and not risk them also ending up as uh, raccoon <laughs> debris in the, yeah. in the, so it's, uh, you know, we're still working on all that, but clearly uh, getting organized is a critical RV or lesson that we're learning. And lesson number nine is if you're camping in the shoulder season, please take blankets with you. You yeah. definitely need them on cold nights. And we did use ours that we took this time. Yeah, we, we in fact, we got electric blankets. Yeah. And that was really handy. Uh, yeah. I didn't use mine, but Gail, Gail yeah. used her electric blanket yeah. one night when it was cool. And uh, it's just so much more energy efficient in yeah. our situation where we're trying to live off the solar to use the electric blanket rather than a space heater and our our rv doesn't have a heater built in there is no furnace uh, we're not using any propane in our system there there is no propane at all in ours so so we rely entirely on electricity and want to use the solar so to be energy efficient the electric blankets are a way for us to get warm when it's cool it won't really yeah, solve a problem no. when it's cold, but we're, we don't no. plan to do any real cold no. camping in, no. in this RV for sure. Yeah. We do want to hear from you. Please share your EV RVing stories with us. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. When we heard our Rivian wouldn't be delivered until Christmas of 2023, we decided to see what we could tow with our Chevy Bolt. Launching our solar electric trailer journey. We have a lot to learn and we're sharing what we discover along the way. We've added solar panels to our A-Liner Scout pop-up trailer. Preparing us for doing the same on a bigger trailer when the Rivian arrives. Join us by subscribing now.